Mommy, you miss me, don't you? Haters, wish you could hit me, don't you? <laughs> you should call me uncle, I understand. I'm backed by popular demand. That new CL slide, outside of Popeyes, eating chicken and fries. Yeah, come holla at your uncle, I understand. I'm backed by Popeyes. It's episode four of the Popular Demand podcast. I'm your host, Jay. I'm your co-host, Marvelous Mero. And we have with us today, the young Pharaoh. Core in the building today. Capadonna Core. I'm back. Yeah, I thought I was gone, but I came back like Jesus Christ turned off the cross on a Sunday. Yeah. But, uh, so how y'all week been, man? Damn, my week been good. Timeline been fire. Rap game been crazy. Niggas out here going to jail and get shot at. Everything I love to see. It was a little slow week, though. Without without NBA basketball games coming on every night, so it was it was kind of good that a lot of things happened in music to give us something to talk about. But at the last second, you know, like right before we got ready to make like the list of topics we wanted to talk about this week, you know, the NBA kind of spiced up a little bit. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. I, I want to start with them first. The Dallas Mavericks had some issues in their front office. Yeah. Uh, did you? Did, I know Mara said he didn't really hear about it, but you, did you get to read up on that court? Yeah, man, that, that whole situation kind of crazy. Cause Mark Cuban spent the majority of his time dissing Trump for being a sexual predator, and he been defending sexual predators in his own office for it's, the past twenty years. You know, no, did, did you see the quote that was in the article? Like, did you read the article where the woman was like detailing the things that were said to her? Nah, I didn't know that. I know it's about to be crazy. One of the quotes, because I didn't read the full SI article. I read, like, the, the preview that came out the day before. Mm-hmm. And the preview that came out the day before, the woman, one of the uh, women in the office said that an exec within the front office came to her and asked her one weekend. He was like, uh, what, did he, what did he say? What did he say? He said, hey, what are you doing this weekend? You going to get gang banged? Huh? And she what? Said, <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. And then she was, and she was like, "No, no, no, I'm gonna go to the movies with my friends." And he was like, "Nah, you're definitely gonna get game bang." And she was like, "Ha ha ha!" And then uncomfortably left the room. And she said, "Stuff like this happened all the time in the Mavericks front office." And then after, I think this guy no longer works there. I think he got moved, got fired. I'm not sure. Back in 2015, but the woman said this was like a whole office type thing. They said that this, and a couple other women who had stopped working there said that I don't know what would work there, but it, I have no doubt in my mind this type of stuff is still going on there. With that being said, do you think Mark Cuban should lose his team because of the actions of his front office? Damn, Mark, I hate it had to be you, bro. They ain't you the fuck about everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You need a lot for the marriage. You need a lot for Dallas. You can put your heart and souls in that team. They ain't you the fuck about it, yo. What you think, Mero? Man, those are some wild allegations, man. Do you want to get gang banged? The thing is, I don't <laughs> yeah, even think you go get, get what? And see, the thing is, at this point, I don't even think they're allegations anymore. Oh no, I, I, I think it's facts. yeah, I think these facts, my facts. I think these are facts, my nigga. Can you, I, can you imagine just being a woman going to her regular job on a Tuesday? And, and your boss just asks you, hey, you want to get a train ran on you? And you be like, nah, I want to go hang out with my friend. He nah, said, nah, you, you going to get, get a train, train ran, ran on you. You going to get, get this work. Ah. <laughs> Man. That's, that's, that's insane to think stuff, stuff like that happens. You know, defending that. Yeah, and the yeah. thing is, I was thinking to myself, wow, that's crazy. And people were saying, there's no way Mark Cuban didn't know what was going on in the front office. The people, the women in the, in the article said that the players Mark never, Cuban knew. The, the thing is, 
the only thing, the only glimpse, the only silver lining in all this, Mark Cuban said, no, no, the woman said that Mark Cuban never advanced her that way. The women also said Mark Cuban never treated them that way. Okay, Mark. They also, they also said, they also said the players never acted that way towards them. They said, oddly enough, it was a, it was like a locker room culture in the front office, which uh, was so weird that the execs were behaving that way, but not the players or the owner. So it wasn't Mark. No, oh, Mark wasn't oh, doing anything. Oh, no, oh, no. You mean to tell me that the same Mark Cuban who go out and hang with his players and his whole team is his life. You mean to tell me he ain't know this? No, I'm you hang with the players. The yeah, players didn't act that way. Yeah, the G- Come on, man. You, GMs and stuff. You, you, you ever heard of Mark Cuban hang out with GMs? Nah, he in the club with Chandler. He was in the club with Chandler Parsons and Dirk Nowinski, fam. You know what? Mark Cuban don't train, niggas. All right. He really eat. He don't. Yeah. Hey, time out, fam. Mark Cuban used to go to the, he used to go to the club with Dirk Nowinski and Chandler Parsons. Nah. <laughs> 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 Like a bottle way, she's like, "Oh, rap about to come in tonight." And it's Mark Cuban and Chandler Parsons and Dirt. What? I don't think Dirt was pulling up, man. He was, he was at home with his with Black his, Queen, his man. Black Queen. It's a whole trinity of whitewash niggas. <laughs> God damn. But do y'all do think Mark Cuban should lose his team? Because I'm like this. People were saying that uh there's no way he didn't know about this. The thing is, he came out the next day. I was thinking to myself, it's it's still a slight chance he might not. Yeah. I mean. I mean that's being optimistic. I pray he don't know nothing. I, mean, no, no, I hope he is. didn't, but it just sounds crazy that he don't because his whole reputation is I'm a part of everything that happens with the organization. And this is the thing about it. He said that he made a mistake. He admitted that he knew about the sexual um, abuse history of one of the guys that worked there oh, okay. and chose to ignore it. He admitted it. Okay, you know what? But the thing is... I, I don't know if they removed this guy in 2015 as a move that because of what his history was yeah. or because he just simply left. If he if they removed him, it might absolve him of some blame. But the fact that the women in the office said that he wasn't the only one acting that way. It was multiple people, yeah. which means that technically there's no way Cuban just knew about that one guy and didn't know about the other man in the office acting that way. He's, he's openly admitting that he knew about this one guy. Yeah. I don't see how he couldn't have known about the others. Okay, you know what? I want Mark Cuban to defend his job because if I say Mark Cuban, I get fired. I got to keep that same energy for Quentin Tarantino, and I'm not. So, yeah, Mark Cuban, I'm on your side. What I, you mean? You know, Quentin Tarantino had the same problem with uh. Oh, you talking about, you, you mean, like, the Weinstein, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, didn't they say Don Quentin Tarantino was spitting on women? No, okay, 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 okay. I gotta, I gotta explain this. I was watching Kid Bill last night. Okay. Greatest movie ever. Okay, the, it seems in the movie where one of the characters spit on her, but Quentin Tarantino did it because he didn't want the guy to mess it up. Then, I mean, you don't want to get spit on your face like five, ten times in the scene. So, so it's like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> So make sure, make sure, make sure I do it. The, the make sure we don't have to redo the scene yeah. five or six times. Bro, it's, bro, it's like being at home when your woman complaining about something. He's like, "No, nah, I do it, man. Get out the way. I got this. You ain't about to mess this up. It's kind of like that." But the actor didn't. The actor felt some kind of way about that, didn't she? Or was somebody making that up? They just they just assumed she I, felt I mean, some kind of way about her getting spit on. I mean, she came out and was like, "He did it." Okay, she said she thought it was weird that he did it, but I understand it because I mean, it's like in the well, scene. I don't see why she brought it up. Then she understood. What's I mean, the point of bringing it up? I mean, the thing is, like, they were kind of together, so I didn't really. I, I I feel like they got like a weird relationship, so I don't know. And plus, she's still kind of salty because he made her drive it to the yeah. yeah messed up car. But see, this, the thing is, you said we gotta get Quentin Tarantino out of here. Quentin Tarantino doesn't own a basketball ah, true, team. True, 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 true. He is not a part of the one of the 
a league where who prides himself in being forward thinking. And plus, and, he don't own a production company. No, he don't own a production company. He just produces movies. So technically, we could say we should boycott his movies. But in this sense, Mark Cuban, technically, Mark Cuban himself has done nothing. But he seems like he might have no. known that things were going on. But if women. Don't if the women aren't saying they feel like he was complicit. Well, the thing cool. is, the thing is, like you said, like the woman, like the uh, woman dealing with uh, what's the name? Quinn Tarantino. Yeah, Quinn Tarantino. Yeah. She explicitly she said that oh he knew and people have been saying that he knew. But the weird I, thing with I this, mean, he pulled up on Harvey Weinstein for her though. So I got. But see, but see, the thing is with Mark Cuban, as far he as I know, anybody else, but he pulled up for her. As far as I know, with Mark Cuban, no one, has, no women have said oh he knew. And he let this happen. It's more so that people are saying, "How didn't Mark Cuban know?" It, I mean, it, it do sound crazy for him not to know. It does. It does. But you know, most times these situations, women go ahead and jump out and say, "Oh, he knew." True. Not trying to fear Mark Cuban. Yeah. I'm just saying. So the fact that they saying he probably didn't know, he probably did. Yeah, that's, that's why I thought it was interesting. Okay, this about to be fucked. It was kind of funny though. Okay, it's kind of ironic that he knows about everything except for the actual business that goes on with his business. You know, especially him being a businessman. Yeah. It's kind of ironic, but okay, okay, I'm a little cool. Uh, so do do y'all? What do I think? What think the chances are that he loses the team? Y'all think the NBA gets him out of here? Nah, nah. You don't think Adam Silver gets him out? Man, they, because they, they had to fight to get Donald Sterling out of here. They, they ain't getting him out. Did they really fight to get Donald Sterling out? Man, it took them a minute, bro. Did it really? Donald Sterling was gone, like really. He was gone pretty quickly. Man, and the Clippers had to do a quick little protest. That was like during the playoff game, but that nigga was gone like the next round of the playoffs. I think. I mean, we, I mean, but it still was kind of like it was still like, it was like an argument. Like, should we? Like, if they really wanted, it wouldn't have been on the debate. It's but see, that was a slippery slope because that was a recording that did ha- that happened outside the workplace. This is that was a wild clip, These man. are incidents inside the workplace that we're talking about. People were saying like, should his private life? Keep him from owning the team. This is something going on within the organization, having gone on for twelve to eighteen years. That's that's the problem with this. That's what makes this actually makes it worse than the Donald Sterling situation. Slap my G with a fine for insubordination or something. He already got that. Ah, no, do you see Mark Cuban said? All right, Lee. I know. I know. Adam Silver don't want to hear this. But we gonna tank. Do you see when he said that? <laughs> I did. He came out. He openly said, "Yeah, we're gonna tank." <laughs> That's not a punishment. But like, then, and they finally, but he made it sound like he made it sound like they was going to the playoffs or something. But I mean, he said there's like there's no. But yeah, I guess. You, but the thing is, in Adam Silver mind and in the league's mind, you're supposed to be stay competing, even when it looks like there's no chance of you competing. You're not supposed to openly say, "Yeah, we tanking." I'm gonna say, That's yeah. the deal. You know, it's crazy. I don't, did the 76ers never say we're tanking the entire time they were tanking? They were just like, trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. <laughs> they, they were using cold talk. Oh, it worked. It worked. It worked magnificently. You know what? I, I hope he don't get fired, but now I'm thinking about it. Adam Silver does not play. So the almighty leader might heal my body. Remember, how do you think this will... Um, I don't know yet. I don't know all the details. I got to see what my man Jalen say. Jalen got the information. General Rose. Yeah, he got the inside information. I'm but see, gonna see what he but I'm going to say this, fam. Yeah, it, as, of right now, as of right now, the thing is, it's looking like it's, yeah. it actually happened because Mark Cuban is not denying it. He's openly saying, yeah, people in my workplace had a history of it. So let's say that everything, we, as we know right now, let's say all those men were guilty. Mark Cuban knew nothing. Do you, if... Adam Silver lets this go. How do you think that 
reflects on the league. Yeah, it might. Yeah, it'll probably be a bad look for the league. Because, you know, the league has tried to say that they, well, I know a lot of fans feel like the NBA does handle these situations a lot better than the NFL. Yeah, they do. So it would look really bad that an entire office was shown to be corrupt and, and you know, an entire office was dealing with sex, was um, sexually um, harassing yeah. their workers and let, they let this happen. So I think it look. I think it'd be a pretty bad look for the league. I don't. I don't think they can. I don't think they can afford to let this go. In all honesty, even if Mark Mark Cuban should just been he should just been more aware of what was going on. Otherwise, things might have gotten. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gotten this bad. If he had just been if, if Mark Cuban had just paid more attention to detail, even if he if he didn't know, then he wouldn't be in this situation. I guess that could be negligence in a sense. Yeah. But um. Yeah, he held liable for their uh, his uh, front office actions. We'll see. Uh, but it was like I said, it wasn't much basketball talk about this week. The All Star Weekend went on this weekend. Slam dunk competition, three point shooting competition, uh, skills challenge. Did y'all watch any of that? Yeah. Shout out to Devin Booker, Mississippi in the house. We doing big Mississippi, Mississippi legend. Go for it, legend. I was wrong about the dunk contest, so I'm kind of salty. What do you mean? Who who you thought was going to win? Dennis Smith Jr. But see, then, then in my in my mind and my heart, yeah, don't, don't, Dennis Smith Jr. won. Don't get me started. Oh man, it's the format. It's like I'm telling you, it's the format of the slam dunk competition, and they change it every year. But don't matter what. I thought it was back to the regular way this year. That's what I'm saying. They go back and forth, back and forth all the time. See, last year they did the new way because it wasn't they wasn't sure like yeah. people would be excited. Then they went back to the old format with pretty good dunkers. I thought. It was disappointing. The dunk contest was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a big letdown. Cali fucked it up. I knew Olin Depot was gonna well, he wasn't gonna do it. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna put it all on Cali. It was a fact this is the, this is like this yeah, is Dennis the, Smith wanna go get it. Larry Nash should have got it for him. Yeah, I thought that, I thought, that double bounce burn. Yeah, I I thought that, that was my favorite dunk from the night for me. The double dunk. tap. Yeah, yeah. double tap. Yeah. Come yeah, on, come on. I mean, it sounds simple, but you no, 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 no. I don't get me wrong. I thought it was probably. I think it was the second best dunk of the night. Okay. I think it definitely should have won over Donovan Mitchell's yeah. dunk. I didn't like. To be honest with you, only Donovan Mitchell dunk I liked was him throwing it off the backboard of one goal, catching it and dunking on the other. Yeah, the that, first one was nice. The first one was real nice. I didn't care for him jumping over five foot tall Kevin Hart, yeah. Kevin Hart's son, and his <laughs> five two sister. I didn't care about and then the fact is they all ducked down. Child, I didn't care about that. I didn't care about him recreating Vince Carter's dunk poorly. Yeah. He didn't yeah, he didn't he didn't have enough bounce for that. He didn't he didn't have enough bounce for that. Which crazy I thought he might have so but the, he didn't. For the second year in a row dunk. But I'm gonna say contest has been robbed. I'ma say this about the Dennis Smith dunk. I think I seen a lot of people that's not in a dunk contest, like maybe like the G League or maybe like the stuff they do on uh, NBA TNT to do that same dunk. So yeah. that's yeah, why true, I probably true. I wasn't. And then he didn't get on the first attempt either. Yeah, yeah, yeah he didn't. But no, even even if you've seen this dunk done before, I will say this: that was probably one of the hardest dunks tried at the contest like that night. True. The other, the other, another equally hard one is probably one of the ones Old Depot did, but he could never get it to go down. Yeah. But as far but g- driving to the rim. Going between your legs, switching hands, three. It wasn't even. A, it was almost a three sixty, and then dunking it with your other hand. That's hard compared to what dunk, the dunks. That was harder than anything Donald Mitchell did in my mind. Yeah, I agree. And the second, I probably maybe maybe Lance was harder. I, that's why I think Lance got robbed. Throwing yeah. it off the backboard, catching it, and dunk, bouncing it, yeah. and and dunking it again. So, man, easy. It, 
it's, it's still, it's still. I guess the dunk contest, even all these years, is a work in progress. They still fall, Khaled. Yeah, they just need to stop getting celebrity judges. That that's, this is the one year. Would you know it's kind of all fault because we used to complain about the other judges. We used yeah, to, we used to only legends. we only used to complain yeah. about Dr. J because he was a hater. Yeah, Dr. J is a hater. But I'll say this though, this is the first year I've ever seen this many fifties given out. They were they too were many true, fi- yeah, true, too many fifties, too many fifties. Yeah, that's why that's my problem with celebrities. It wasn't even DJ. I feel like DJ Khaled was trying to judge hard. I wasn't mad at that. It was a fa- I was more so mad that everybody kept getting fifties. I ain't never seen many fifties. <laughs> this slam dunk competition. I don't think I saw many fifties last year. And the slam dunk competition was not not, not last year. I don't year. even remember last. Not year. last year. I missed hey, the year. You, hey, what you mean? No, no, no. That wasn't last year. You thinking about Gordon versus? Yeah. Um, um, that Levine. wasn't last year. That wasn't last year. What the fuck was last year? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Aaron Gordon won. I'll let you know that. Oh, but I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, like Glenn Rice Junior. DeAndre Jordan was in it. Ah, dude. No, it was Andre Drummond. It was Andre Drummond too. Andre Drummond was in there with um Levine and them. I think. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sooners don't need to do contests. No, they don't. Unless the White House. Yeah. Javale McGee did a good job when he was in it. You know what he did. He did. He got robbed too. Ah, wait, 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 he got robbed. He got robbed, yeah, man. Anybody sound of Blake Griffin right now, fam? No, was that Blake? I thought, I thought that was your Nate one. I thought it was Blake. Yeah. I think it was Blake. Yeah. Yeah. I think he got robbed. Yeah. We gotta look up his other dunks. I'm a, I'm I think a, he got robbed. Uh, we gotta look up all his dunks. See, the only dunks I remember. Man, Mama helped him. He don't deserve to win. What? Yeah. What? Black Queen? Yeah. He's slamming Black Queen forward. You don't want to say that on the record, I do you? I beat the field. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to say that on the record, do you? Cool, I love all my I love all my melanated guys. I went to go see Black Panther last night. Uh, all those beautiful black three point competition. It was cool. Yeah, Paul George hit a was, hit a lot of bricks. Bricks, all white bricks. Somebody brought, some, somebody, that's okay though, because he making them in the season when it counts. I'll give him that. Jay, I'll give him Jay, that. Jay, what's his playoff star? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real, real, so quiet. Man, I was like, bro, chill, man, chill. You, 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 might, you might be right. Is Detroit in the playoff picture? Yeah, they ain't not right now. They just lost again tonight too. They lost to the Celtics. I bet you don't. Man, somebody just sent me a message saying, "Tank." Man, the Kardashian curse it transferred over to the D. I ain't. I thought. So cold in the D. I'm so glad that. Oh no. I ain't got to do it anymore. No city is is excluded from that Kardashian curse, bro. But it travels to the Houston, Cleveland. It doesn't matter. I, I didn't expect the Kardashian to go to Detroit. Like I thought, I, bro, I thought Trick Trick was gonna stop the curse at the gate. Like you can't come in without checking in. Nah. You can't sit with us. You can't sit with us. Uh, skills challenge with skill challenge as, as usual. Uh, the All Star Game itself, I thought was a lot more competitive. Shout out to LeBron. Team LeBron. Shout out to LeBron Pre- for, for helping get these guys to play defense. Preview of next year when LeBron get Curry off the fucking. <laughs> you can't lie. <laughs> My hot take was so hot, my tongue burned. <laughs> Mark my word, LeBron getting stuck here the fuck up out of there. When? This summer. This summer. You just wait. Uh, how? You just just, just out to eight. All right, wait on it. LeBron can make it happen. All right, we gonna see. We gonna see. Bro, you put LeBron next to Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson. It's unbeatable. Yeah, but that's not. That's not. Never mind. It's gonna happen, fam. But yeah, the game was fun. I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was. I, I like told how John Curry don't play good. He put them grips. Games. No, he don't. He him, put them grips on him, Steph Curry. Him and James Harden don't play well. Come <laughs> under pressure. But it's, it's even the pressure game. It's crazy because all not not Harden's, but That's the least Curry's game. Pressure. Curry's yeah, yeah, yeah. game is like all star. It's like all star game ish. It is. Yet he does not play well at the all star game. 
or the playoffs. Yeah, man. I guess because they be expecting him to play. I don't know. You lying about the playoffs. Yeah, you are lying about the playoffs. Oh, my bad. The finals. You lying about that. He, he played better in his previous finals. I ain't giving him more class. Yeah, he, then KD was going to take all the pressure off on him. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he ain't had to work. He bro, had to bro work. you got KD putting on. Was it 35? 37. 37. 9. It was crazy. It was Curry averaged 30, 10, and 9. So, so. Steph was... If Kevin Durant won it, I swear to God, Steph Curry won the average there. The I year swear. Andre, wait, I swear wait, he wouldn't have. When Iggy won the finals, he averaged 26, so I do not know what y'all are talking about. That nigga didn't get the finals MVP. That's he all, was that's all, that's all the proof I need, fam. He was robbed. That's all the proof I need. He was robbed, man. I don't know, fam. He was robbed. He had a, he had a couple of very bad games. If Andre Iguodala gets a Finals MVP over you, you don't deserve no MVPs. Regular, no, oh god, they just playoff. give it to anybody that yeah. hold LeBron. Yeah. They probably gave yeah. the no. Nah, if if Kurt, Steph Curry had actually played like yeah, a Dirk didn't hold LeBron. It's twenty six. Dirk didn't hold LeBron. Yeah, he didn't. They ain't giving JJ Redick. Sean Marion didn't get no Finals. JJ Redick won Finals MVP. JJ Redick won Finals MVP. They weren't holding on. Damn, bro. Dirk Nowitzki was, play- was playing with the goddamn flu with a woman getting sexually harassed. I ain't life fucked up when you learn shit. Shut, shut up. Doc, I ain't gonna shout out Dirk. I ain't gonna shout out Dirk. Dirk said, Dirk said he didn't know about this stuff. Yeah. I'm about to say, well, maybe this is why he was loyal to the franchise. He, he, he had a flu fan. He ain't noticed all that. He ain't noticed all that. You know, he was going home to his queen. Bro, he can imagine what they were doing when they won the finals right now. Woo. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not funny. I, I didn't laugh. <laughs> I mean, you know the person I know. I know. I, know. I, was, I, was, I was just saying. I was just saying. There's a lot of champagne involved. Oh, man. Uh, the only... So, uh, I think I think the other headline was Butler not playing. He didn't play in the All-Star game. They asked him why. He said, I just wanted to risk. That's and, cool. Even though I'm not a Clipper fan, I'm, well, I will say this. Louis deserved his spot. But see, it's, it's, it seems cool that he didn't want to play, but then it's guys who live for who this. Who would love to play. Yeah, love to play. Who ain't never been on the team and had the opportunity. And they didn't get to play because this guy said, I want to be an all-star. Get there. I don't want to play. I want the clout, but I don't want the work. But you see, the thing is, like, a lot of contractual obligations. Like, if you get an all-star, you get that money. So, of course, you want to be an all-star, you get that money, but you might not want to play in an all-star game. But being, being playing in an all-star game is, is an honor. So yeah, you would, do something fun. Yeah, so you but would, also make not me wonder. Not when you're playing 46 minutes for tilt, man. You I know? guess you're right. You got to catch True. breaks when you can. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You know, you also know break the vacation, fam. He ain't trying to work no harder. I, I did forget he doing slave work in Minnesota. That, slave that, master tilt. That don't sound easy at all. Slave master tilt. Yeah, 24 hours in the cotton field. But, um... Let's see. I think the only other real, that's a couple other basketball stories. Uh, Adam Silver during this break has re-brought up the fact that he that he wants to make the playoffs more competitive, and he feels like he can do this by changing the seating from one through sixteen, eliminating conferences in the playoffs. How y'all feel about that? If he get rid of conferences, LeBron gets stuck here to fuck up out of here. I think if you get rid of conferences, you got to get rid of like the divisions and all that stuff too, yeah. as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think naturally you would have to do that. This is really gonna be good, though. This is really gonna be good. I see. I think it just, be, I from, uh, from my standpoint, I think it'll be fun to watch because we'll get to see matchups we don't get. You know how people always cry? We never saw Le- LeBron versus Kobe in the playoffs. Oh, that was mostly that was mostly I don't because of see this. the Spurs versus the Pacers in the first round. I'm gonna keep it real. I mean, we, I mean, we already. I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you. <laughs> I, I really. I'm gonna ask you this, fam. Do you enjoy who Spurs play against now? 
You don't enjoy no Spurs series as it is. Yeah. Do do you really want to see do, Washington versus the Sixers? Do you really want to see the do you really no, Washington see? versus the but Nuggets? I, but see, maybe. But see, I'll say this with the way the bracket. Do you want to see the Wizards versus the Clippers in the second round? I think it'd be dope. I think it'd be cool. Uh, I, I'm saying this: seeing Chris Paul versus John Wall would have been cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. That Clippers team. Yeah. See, I'm saying that would have been dope because we would have made it to the. But then this, I feel like that would add spontaneity. Yeah, yeah, I would have. I think that would add. I think that make the league more spontaneous because you really wouldn't know what to expect in those matchups. Okay, okay, that's true, but at the same time, a lot could go wrong with that because the teams that could play in the finals, you know, they might end up playing a little bit earlier than they should. Yeah, see, that's that's true. But see, let's say like this: if you're legitimately the oh, best okay, team, okay, okay, it's better, but it's way riskier. Is is it is riskier? But this thing is, what people say is, people say they care about parity. Well, I did a poll on Twitter. Surprisingly, I asked if people care about parity. More people said no than said yes. That shocked me. I thought people were worried about Cavs and the Warriors going to the playoffs every year. I like the rivalry, man. I, I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I think it's, I, as a fan of the league, I, I you know, fans of the league, I do like rivalries. But I think it's also cool to see other players get a chance at a ship. Rather than seeing the okay, same, true, like, true, rather true. than seeing the same person compete for a chip, I, I, I like. I'd love to see Demar Rosen. You know, thirteen points. Toronto Raptors in a, in a finals. No, see, check this out. Check this out. I would. I would. I think it's dope. Think about it. If he think about if the Raptors came through and beat LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals, you would tell me that wouldn't be a cool story. If they, after years, after years of getting slaughtered by LeBron, they finally found a way to beat LeBron. Just Look, for him to funk it up in the, in the final. You think Kyle Lowry was decompressing? <laughs> but, but I'm gonna say this, fam. Last year in the finals, was it much? Was it much? Was it that much better? Okay, but, was it, but did LeBron and them do okay, much better versus okay, the Warriors? Okay, okay. You y'all leave it. Joe, y'all leave it this way. Whenever they they go to the Eastern Conference Finals, damn they every year and they always fall apart. Just imagine what they would do in the fight. Just that amount of pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, guess you're oh, right. Oh, put it this way, it sounds cool, but when it's 2019 and it's the Trailblazers versus Celtics in the finals, but see, this, we all will be mad. But see, this thing about it, this thing about it too, because people say they worry about that thing. This is still a best of seven series playoffs. The best team always win. The problem was that we weren't sure the best teams were getting a fair chance. Because I remember 2014, 2015, yeah. the Clippers were the third seed, ah, and they played against the sixth seed, Spurs. The Clippers had 56 wins. The Spurs had 55 wins. Do you know what seed the Spurs would have been if they had been in the, in the East? First. They'd have been the second seed. Oh. The, the number one seed that year was the Atlanta Hawks. I think they won 60 games. Ah, yeah. But they would have been the second. Oh, 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 I just thought about something. Just imagine if that would have happened, the Hawks probably would have gone to the finals and y'all watched. But see, no, see, I don't know because the Hawks were struggling mightily before they got to LeBron. So it's a, it a good chance they could have got him out of the plane. But my point is, if a team, if if LeBron and them were the best team, they were supposed to get to the finals. They weren't going to lose to any inferior teams. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. If they actually are better. To say that the Raptors, because Vincent, we laugh at the Raptors making it because we know they're, they're worse than the Cavs. Because they've shown to be worse than the Cavs repeatedly. But if they beat the Cavs, can you say they're worse than the Cavs? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How? Damn, they can leave, but I'm saying, like, if they, hey, beat, hey, saying, hey. if they beat the Cavs, can you say they're bad? They're worse than the Cavs in that year? Well, I'm going to give you an if example. If they beat the Cavs, some got to go horribly wrong, fam. Some I'm going to give you an example. 2015, when the Cavs won, the Warriors was obviously the better team, but... 
the Cavs would still won the series. Yeah, yeah but that was that was because like things that happened in it. But the thing is, nobody sit, sit there and say the Cavs shouldn't have won. Yeah, true. We, so we yeah, said, I know, like John, John, they do. Yeah, they do. It's Draymond that gets suspended. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying, but nobody is sitting here saying, well, I think it's more like this. Nobody's calling them on frauds. Well, fraud. Actually, I'm saying that back. If there was a case, he wouldn't call Katie on that burner phone in the parking lot. Well, no, I'm saying like this. No, y'all aren't sitting here saying how y'all say it. The Raptors shouldn't be in the playoffs. Nobody was saying the Cavs shouldn't be in the playoffs. Man, the Raptors. Different. <laughs> but no, no, the Raptors just, different. Man. It's they're different because they lost. If the, you know, we only say that about the Raptors because they keep losing to oh, LeBron. No, it's not even that they lose. It's, it's the way they lose. It's the fact they lose horribly in the East. That means if you put them in the West, what would they be? They losing horribly to LeBron, fam. No, they were struggling with the Bucks the first round. They were. They, they were. They, they were. The Bucks were a tough. Were a tough come, side come, come on, <laughs> they long, fam. <laughs> but did y'all watch that series, fam? And them, them long. Who they play second round? Who? Who they play second round? With LeBron now? No. Well, what about the year before that? Who they play before that? Because they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, so they mean they played two. Don't struggle for them to get there. Exactly. But it's the fact. It's the fact they get there, though. They yeah. struggle. Bro, them needs to do. I thought the East was a cakewalk, fam. Man, is it, is, is it East a cakewalk or is it not a cakewalk? I need answers. Is it Uchiwaki or one Mike? <laughs> we want Mike in it today. Oh, Mike. <laughs> Uh, but they the Denver niggas of the East, fam. It is. Nah, for he ain't gonna slam the, the Denver niggas no, like that. Denver Clippers of the East. No, they 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 worse than the Clippers. If the Clippers ever got to the Western Conference Finals, we would not fuck it up. I don't know. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. No, see, the thing is, the stars, the stars of the Clippers don't ever play as bad as DeMar Rosen and Kyle Lowry play. Just, but it's, it's the it's, it's the it's the role players. It's everybody else that play like DeMar Rosen. I'm gonna say this though. It's so hard for your star players to play like to. Decrease that load. Unless they, unless they aren't really stars. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Bro, if you spend the entire first half of the season saying DeMar putting up Kobe numbers doing the playoffs, and then you just die. He putting up J.R. Smith numbers. Come on, come on, man. Co- Kobe, J.R. Smith. Okay. Kobe, That's J.R. a big ass drop off. So back to my original point. Ray K. Kennedy. So <laughs> I think, like somebody said, when LeBron is gone a couple years, this might not even really be a problem anymore. Yeah. The Warriors might still be holding reign. Yeah. But, but the thing is, I just hated seeing stuff like that in 2014, 2015, where the seventh seed in the West was a 50-win team. True. Well, the Grizzlies what? and the Clippers had to grind it out just yeah. losing the second round. Exactly. And, and not, the Atlanta Hawks. Meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, the Atlanta Hawks and meanwhile, the Cavs are playing 40-win teams in the first round. Like, I just, I just, and so the thing is, who's to say that the Spurs wouldn't have been better than the Cavs would have been that year if they, if they didn't call it a better break? Or they actually had home court like they would have deserved if it had been a one through sixteen season. Cause they lost against they lost against the Clippers because they didn't have home court. That's why they lost. I'm gonna say this though. I ain't gonna say that. If this happens, you know who the biggest loser gonna be? Who's that gonna John be? John Wall. Why say that? Cause he gonna lose. I mean, he already. They already need to get him out of there anyway. I mean, chill, fam. Hey, you know. Hey, 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 you can watch my IT fam. You no, know, you watch by Kelly O'Linick. Man, if Kelly O'Linick and IT give you that work, man, he ain't no superstar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fam. Yeah, he's really not. Man, you went holding Kelly O'Linick, fam. Yeah. Kelly O'Linick was working Marcus Morris. Yeah. Or one of them Morris. Twins. All I know at the end of the game, Kelly O'Linick had more points than the boy J. Wall. 
Yeah, man, because he had he had Edward Bradley on him. He had Avery Bradley holding him, fam. What are you gonna do? Hey, Avery Bradley was holding him, fam. Hey, Avery Bradley was holding him, fam. Hey, Randy, you really have me to LeBron. Fred, Catalina, and IT is like just a new version of goddamn Dirk and JJ Morrell. Okay, okay, there's also another. uh Adam Silver also offered another idea. This this is this is even a little bit crazier. He says, "How about we do a mini tournament before the playoffs, what? where the seventh and eighth seed in the East and the seventh eighth seed in the West play? Okay, like say seventh eighth seed in the West play against hey, each that other. So 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 that's so not the, lit though. So the winner the winner between the seventh eighth seed get the seventh seed. Then the ninth and tenth seed play against each other. Whoever wins that series will play the loser yeah. of the other series. Whoever wins that series." will get the eighth seed. The reason he wants to do this is because it would give incentive for teams to get the ninth and tenth seed because you can then still compete for a playoff spot. And I think that will help with the tanking problems and it'll also make teams stop feeling. Like, you know how the Heat went on that super long winning streak yeah. at the end of the year and they, and they got the ninth seed? It'll give teams like that a chance if they was really hot and they really were good yeah. to beat out them teams around them who might have been bad at the end of the year and get in the playoffs. I'm going to say this, though. It sounds cool. It sounds like a good idea. It sounds like the ultimate grind. But like I do not want to see the fucking Pistons versus whoever the ninth seed in the fucking oh. East. Just so, so, they, so they can lose in four games. So. Wait, 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 wait. But see, the thing is, see, yeah, I guess I guess entertainment value-wise, I think people still tune in. Yeah, it's more basketball. Yeah. It's more basketball. People still tune in. Um, the problem is, though, you basically... You're playing to see who plays the first, first seed. seed. Yeah, like it's like, like you playing your hardest to play against the Warriors in the first round. Yeah, so they can shoot the lights out. Yeah, that, that <laughs> like that 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 does seem like it sucks. But it's I think it's a great incentive because a lot of teams and owners want to make the playoffs. True. A lot of players want to make the playoffs. For them, I can see them wanting this even though the, the, the I don't um, say this. They go play. Like they really go play. So I like to see you. Yeah, because like right now, how close the Clippers, the Jazz, the Nuggets, the Pelicans, in the end. They could say, "Well, shit, we all yeah, play. Yeah, you know, we'll fight it out. Come on, let's play in a, in a game, a series, of maybe like one or two, three games, and we're gonna see if you really deserve this spot because we've been working hard all year. Y'all both been working hard, so let's let's see what really happens. I think that would be dope to see. Granted, in the long run, I don't know how much that changes the playoffs. I think it makes the league a little bit more competitive, regular season wise. That is true. I also think the one through sixteen makes the, the league more competitive because you can't just take breaks off, and you wouldn't be able to just like." You know, afford to like rest players and lose games like how the Cavs and kind of coast in the East now. They won't be able to coast because they end up being a six or seven seed in a one through sixteen seeded um, conference. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why I think it would be it would make the regular season matter a little bit more because now you're not now LeBron, who LeBron say we ain't worried about LeBron getting to the finals because he can easily beat the Raptors. They always choke. He could easily beat the Pacers. But when you thinking like, oh shit, LeBron got a seven seed. He might have to play the Spurs in the second round. He might have to play the Warriors in the, in, the Eastern, in the Western or Eastern Conference Final, whatever you want to call it. That would that would make people scared and make people want to tune in to watch more so than making LeBron beat up on the Hornets, they beat up on the, the Pacers, they beat up on the Raptors, and be in the finals. Yeah, people can watch the finals, but the thing is, I think it would make people watch the first, second, and third round more because you would literally not know what to expect. It's a wild card. Yeah, it's wild. It, 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 it's spontaneity. And if LeBron and them aren't the better team, they'll end up losing. 
I'll say this though. If they're changing it solely because LeBron, I think they shouldn't do it. But if they're changing it just for the competitive see, level of the whole league. Yeah, they're changing it for LeBron. Yeah, I think it is. But see, it is. I think that if they he do it. He's going to be gone after a while. Yeah, it is. But I also think it's partly because of LeBron. But I think the Warriors was the the final straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Because the fact that we were cool. LeBron's been going back, back to back. But now, the West, at least somebody different, the West kept trying to beat LeBron. Now it's the exact same. Copy same team keep coming up playing. This could happen for the next three four years. It really could, and all honestly, it could keep being LeBron versus the Warriors. Cause next season, I mean, cause to be honest, it's looking like it's gonna be like every season. All right, LeBron gets six niggas trade, and he retooled the team again to go against the and Warriors. You know, and, and you know how? Do it. And you know how? There's a lot of people. I know. I know some Cavs fans who say they don't really care about the regular season. They already know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So how long before the playoffs will come like that? Because LeBron keep beating teams that we already know he's going to beat. I'm going to be honest with you. I skipped so, most of that. I skipped most of the Chaos Paces series. I knew Paul that's what I'm saying. So how long before people say, well, Eastern Conference playoffs is just completely irrelevant. Let's not even watch it. You Blake Griffin right now, so he might change. Nah. nah he's going to nah. be on the outside looking in. Yeah, I hope so. I need that pick. Wow. Clearly need that pick, fam. No, he's going to be on the inside. Blake Griffin going to get us our franchise player. The real savior. After all he did for the franchise, that's how you going to treat him? He was just a messenger. The wow. true messiah is coming. Wow. Leave it to the Clippers to fuck it up. I guess it's time for our spotlight track of the uh, week. I'm, I think I got something for us. Uh... In honor of Black Milk, legendary hey. Detroit um, rapper slash producer, released, he released an album this week called Fever. In honor of him, I think I'm going to make my spotlight track. Uh, I think it's a story of, I think, let me see. What's the name of this song? I should have had it already pulled up. Uh, let's see. What is it? Nope, 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 nope. Not that song. Story and Her by Black Milk. That's going to be the spotlight track of the week. Shout out to police. <laughs> This nigga that was older already pursuing, screwing niggas in their 20s. By the time we graduated, she had already had plenty up in her. But I said I still would hit it if I ever had the chance. Ran into her years later, clubbing with her friends over tequila. Surprised she remembered who I was. Rarely looked my way back in the day as a scrub. But see, that was the past. She's feeling my presence because she's probably seeing cash. But I knew it. Ruin the small talk for a minute while I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, she looks different, different, but. If I wanna still live out that fantasy I had when I was younger Putting her legs places, hands grabbing the rail Talking about past dudes and how they put her through hell Flicked her cigarette ash down on the ground Said we should do it even though she knew I wouldn't be around Later, later, later uh, 
girl, let me step into your world, we can do it Good stuff, yeah you know I'm always with it, I'll be over in a minute, you with it Good stuff, you not trying to be alone, now I hit you on the phone, we can talk about Good stuff, tell me if you need it now, yeah you know I come around, put it in Good stuff, let me Throw it back, throw it back More drink, more drug, throw it back Take a break for a minute, breathe Then we go back, legs roll back So Mero, what's the rap album that made you fall in love with hip-hop? Well, I can't do albums Because I'm going to say this project in particular It was a mixtape Yeah Drop 3 by Lil Wayne That was that was your, um, that was your gateway heard, drug? Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, this nigga rapping out of this world and it just made me fall in love like i remember trying to like remember all the songs and the lyrics to him like damn he said that oh shit he said that so what, what about you cord what was, what was like the rap album that made you like man i love hip-hop i love i love rap oh, hey, he, he thinking real hard <laughs> I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm really curious what this answer is gonna be hey okay you know come, come back to me i gotta think about okay that. okay because because honestly me and mira talked about it before because you know we want to talk about our, our favorite 2000 1999 2009 rap albums in the future mm. and one thing i said i wonder what core what's core favorite albums gonna be from that decade but i think the rap album that um it drew me into rap because growing up i didn't really care about music i watched anime all the time i played video games all the time I play, uh, watch cartoons all the time. I was I was kind of weird in that sense. I didn't really care about music. It came mm-hmm. on. I was like, yeah, it's cool. But I think it had to be Graduation by Kanye West. I think Kanye West is, was my um, gateway into hip-hop. When I heard Can't Tell Me Nothing, The Good Life. Um, flashing Lights. Flashing Lights. Barry Bonds. Yeah, Barry Bonds. When I heard those songs, I was like, man, this guy, Mr. West. Because that was the name on the music videos. It's yeah, nice. Yeah. Kanye is nice. I love Kanye West. So I started to Kanye all the time. That's what got me into hip-hop. I was probably say Lil Wayne close second after that. Because around that time, Wayne was at, was at his peak. That's what drew me into hip-hop as well. Uh, I'm trying to think. Was there any other music at that time that probably influenced me coming into rap? I think those are the two biggest ones. You still got nothing cool uh, I, I was gonna say Kanye, then I had to think about it. I want to see the first project I think I just ever heard of. Me like, oh, 
I really like rap music. This is gonna, this about to sound crazy. Go ahead. It had to be Project Pat for y'all. Project Pat. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think one. I won't say Mr. Don't Play. I think like my uncle used to play like all the time. And the first time I heard Gorilla Pimp, I was like, you know what? I want to rap. Like I mean, I never did rap, but it just yeah. it, 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 it was just like <laughs> one of those. I was like, you're like, even though I loved Kanye as a kid, it was just like the type of music like. I ain't got no violin. I can't never make no music like this. Yeah. So he and Project Pat rap over beats that sound like somebody down the street made it. And he was just rapping yeah. about like real shit. I mean, one of shit I can relate to. I ain't beating bitches. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, he was he was rapping about stuff that I saw as a kid. So it made me be like, I can actually do this. So yeah. Shout out to Project Pat. Shout out to Project Pat. Memphis legend. Hey. Memphis legend. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, you, oh, yeah. you, really, you really are Memphis, fam. Yeah. Okay. You like you ain't. Okay, you know, I, okay. Also, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw Lupe Fiasco in there for food and liquor. You know, I said I was later to Lupe. Lupe became like one of my favorite rappers later on. Yeah. I didn't really get hip to him maybe till maybe 2009 Shout out to Superstar. I mean, I, I love Superstar so much to this day. He to, probably don't know. Yeah, I, he probably don't. Lupe, Lupe don't like a lot of things. So. <laughs> so, it's, I mean, but it's Lupe, though. Lupe, we love you, though. Just know that. Speaking of favorites, so what would you say is your favorite places musically in the world right now? Like, what do you feel like the best cities releasing music? Because, you know, New York used to be the mecca of hip-hop. New York, New York. But now, now it's kind of, it's kind of became Atlanta. Atlanta's kind of became the pulse yeah. of hip hop in, in America. Look at Meryl. Meryl ain't feeling that. And watch it, he die. But uh, so where are the the places in the country or maybe out of the country where you feel like the best music is coming from outside of Atlanta? You know what? I'm gonna say either Florida or DMV. Florida or the DMV? Florida DMV. I knew he was going to say Florida. Man, come yeah. on, bro. Florida got the heat, Robert. Florida got X. Florida got Kodak. Florida got Denzel Curry. They got Pooty, bro. They got everything. Wait, hold on. Who, who's that last name? Oh, my bad. Puya. Puya. I said that wrong. I said that wrong. He said Pooty. I ain't know who that was. I, oh. I barely know Puya. Fans, if you're listening, don't turn off the podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I, I mean, I mean, like, I'm over this way. They got, like, a bunch of dope, young, like, really young artists. They just volatile yeah. people. Like, like Florida, very fucking crazy place. So to listen to the music, it, it kind of reflects it. You ain't hear that Kodak Black? What's up? With that? He did. I, I said oh. Kodak. Okay, okay. He, did, he, did. he said Kodak. Kodak. Okay. Kodak makes I, 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 I am. I am my bad. Shout out to Kali P. Can't forget about Kali P. Shout out to Kali P. I don't P. think I know that. You don't know Kali P? Nah. Oh, man. Oh, you, you didn't shout out X Boy. Ah, my bad. Ski mask, ski mask. Yeah, ski you didn't say ski mask. So Lil Pump, Smoke Perp. I do, I do think those guys are talented, but what about the DMV? You got Gold Link. Okay, you got Gold Link. You got Rico Nasty. I'm a real big fan of Rico Nasty, especially when it comes to female rappers right now. All about to sound like Flock, Free Big Flock. I was, I just started listening to Shabazz, and I'm going to get Jordan credit for this one. Jay, I don't know. Hey. Wait, is Logic all the niggas from the DMV? Do y'all count Logic? I, I think so. Is Logic black? <laughs> He's biracial. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> fun, fact, 
fun fact of the day, logic is biracial. The more you know, the more you grow. Oh, man. Facts, B. I think my favorite musically would have to be Chicago. Shout I love Chicago. The, I love what Chicago's musicians are doing. Drill. It's, it's more so yeah, not drill. I, I, like, I like where I like where Chicago music is moved from drill with uh with Mick Jenkins you to like no, I mean I like I like Chief Keith. I went crazy about the rest of them. Okay, I, okay, I, okay. I never really I never cared about the other drill artists. Chief Keith was the only one I ever really liked. Damn. Yeah, it's it's yeah yeah. I, mean, I like I like, I like the couple of Fredo songs, just a couple of them though. R.I.P. Fredo. Rest in peace, Fredo. Rest but yeah, I love. I think Chicago got some of the best young talent. And as far as like, if you like lyricism, if that's your thing, you love. I think I think they got some of the best in Saba to Mick Jenkins to No Name to um, Tron Blank. Smino, he's from St. Louis, but he's he makes he sound he fits in that vein of that Chicago sound that's going on. Okay. The sound is very it's, it's very gorgeous too. Yeah. It's very distinct, like. Those guys, they all make this certain brand of music. It's kind of hard to explain. What about Vic? Vic, yeah, I'm going to count Vic, too. Vic has his stumbling blocks, but he's still a very talented MC. I ain't count Chance the Rapper, though. I ain't I used to be a super... Chance used to be one of my favorite rappers. I remember. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Freshman year. And I, Darker days. Bro, I told y'all. Those, I, no, those are brighter days. He was making better music. I told y'all not to trust that nigga Chance. I told y'all. Y'all didn't listen to me. This is one of the times, this is one of the times you were actually right. I, 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 give y'all, I give y'all the clout for that. But yeah, that's one. That's one of my favorite places. What about you, Mero? Can't make gospel music forever. For me, I'm gonna have to go. You can make gospel overseas music and go to UK. I think oh. R and B singer. Oh. Oh, you know, you know, I'm like, you know, 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 you Man's not hot. <laughs> no, but... man's not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but who who you gonna say? Uh... No, you know we gotta start out with, with the, the bank. Georgia. 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 I got you. And then LMA and then Neo. Uh, not, I don't think I'm pronouncing her name. Right. It's not. I don't. Uh, it's N A O. So I don't know how to pronounce it. I, oh, sorry, I, sorry I, for messing up your name, but sound like an anime name. But okay, I seen her name before. But I I don't know how to say it. Nail. Yeah, so it, it could be anything. Excuse me for messing up your name, but those UK singers, I think, like they just they on a whole different other level. I like the vibes they giving out. Okay, I, I got you. I got you. I think, so you like more so for like the R and B vibe, more so than the rapping vibe. Oh yeah, that rap shit. I can't get down with. I can't either. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Shout out to Omar. Niggas sound like they're gonna put a revolver right on you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can't think about I can't think of my G name right now, but he got this song. I can't I can't think the name of the song. That's cool. It's like, yeah, it's fine. That's <laughs> okay. Nothing the black bands pulled up in a white one. I love this song. I can't think of the name of it though. He from the UK. But rap okay. So rap has drastically changed a lot from since we first started listening to rap. Big facts. And it's mostly due to the internet. God, God bless the internet. The internet has made rap way more accessible. We no longer have to wait on the labels to feed us stuff through the radio, so Shout feed us things through wire. the internet. Yeah, like yeah, Shout like line where you could share media files. Or you could just go to Google and type in underground rappers, and a bunch of people you have never seen before would just pop up, and also you can true. listen to them. So, do you feel like? But it's also the problem with uh, with the internet giving us so much material, so many artists. So there's a lot of trash you have to root through, and because of that, a lot of trash artists have become, so to speak, the face of music. Because by using the media, thanks. Do you feel like rap 
How well? How do you feel like the internet has affected rap for the better or for the worse? Ultimately, because it's done good and bad. But do you feel like it's done more good or more bad? Almost, I'm gonna say this. I, me, I love the internet and I love internet rap because growing up, when you live in Oklahoma, when you live in certain parts of the country, especially back then, you were only hip to what. I'm gonna put this way: if it wasn't local or mainstream, you wasn't gonna know. If somebody was a local rapper from LA, you weren't gonna know who they were until they had a hit. That's true. So for me, I'm always so love to the internet. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, like, like don't get me wrong. It's, it's a lot of internet people that everybody hate. You know, you got some little pump and people like that. Oh, and your everyday SoundCloud rappers who try to slide their link in your DM. And, okay, I get tired of them. Or man. under your damn tweet. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to get tired of them. Mark Booman. Shout out to Mark Booman, though. Mark Booman tried tweet. Shout out to Mark Booman. What a legend. What a legend. Okay, okay. I was about to say, like, I'm, I remember being, I mean, y'all, I mean, we all the same age. Remember, like, back in high school? I mean, I don't know what y'all used to listen to on YouTube. I used to go straight to YouTube listen to Lil B and Riff Raff every day. I'm telling you, oh, I, did, I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee I did not do that. I used to look up rappers. I used to look up rappers on YouTube. I was granted the rappers I used to look up weren't they aren't really relevant now. I used to listen to Charles Hamilton. Shout out to Charles Hamilton. Charles Hamilton Blue. Um, uh, shoot, Living Legends. It was it was a lot of weird underground they rappers. I don't know who that is. Yeah, so yeah, man, yeah. You, you, it's for, for reasons. For reasons. Damn. They weren't actually that good, as you can see. They aren't popping off. But granted, it was a lot of, it was a lot of. Um, I found a lot of gems back then because that's how I found Wale. That's how I found Big Sean. Okay, okay. That's how I found Kendrick. Okay. That's how I found Cole. I started listening yeah. to all them guys like post 2010, yeah. and that was uh, when they first started releasing their first mixtapes. And I was like, man, these guys are dope. And I was like. I don't hear stuff like this on the radio. And when I first, I think the way I found it was, I did this. I was listening to Nas and Jay-Z at the time. And I said, as a person who didn't know that much about rap, and I didn't have nobody who listened to Nas and Jay-Z right time, I was trying to say, how can I find rappers like them? So I went to Google. I typed in rappers like Jay-Z. And it just showed up a list of rappers. And I'm like, Nas and all that. I'm like, okay, listen to Nas. Now type in Nas. Rappers like now, and eventually it started getting closer and closer to just low grade rappers. Yeah. I started listening to all the greats. So I started going to like it started saying kind of similar, not very similar. I started going toward those waves, and that's when I started finding Cole. And then I typed in Cole, and it typed like Kendrick, and then I typed in Kendrick, and it showed Big Sean, and it like it went like that, and that's how I discovered that rap. And I think I'm eternally grateful for the internet for that, but for that and that reason alone, I do think the internet has impacted rap positively and right. changed it for the better. Because a lot of those guys built their own... Um, Based on the internet. Yeah, they built on the internet. One for the internet. Them guys might not exist. So I'm thankful for the internet. And so, even though the internet has sprouted up some terrible artists... Man, are they really terrible, though? Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, they are. Bro, bro, y'all telling me... I'm, I'm, I know niggas hated Riff Rap, but when you was saying hell, like, Riff Rap... Man, I ain't never heard Riff Rap song in my damn bro, life. Bro, hey, I see, have. See, wild, bro. He gave us tiptoeing to Jordans. What he gave the... us time. He gave us Michelle Obama. Come on, fam. I'm gonna be real with you, fam. I could live without tiptoeing in my Jordans. Bro, tiptoeing in my Jordans was hard. Man, I can live without Joey Hyrule. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, shout out to Jody Hyrule. Hey, well, I'm gonna say this. Little B, if you say little, I, I some little B songs, I've learned to appreciate though. Shout out to little B, shout base guy. Shout out to base guy. I'm gonna say this. I respect Riff Raff because just like little B, he. I'm gonna say I got love for any rapper who can finesse the internet. Little B is a millionaire. Little B yeah. signed a Diplo, and he also got a TV. Don't get me wrong. Being a trash artist don't mean you're not a good businessman. Oh, okay, I'm gonna say this. I wouldn't call him trash, man. He just has some trash. Over this way. I feel like with internet rappers, you got to put out everything. I'm going to say this. I feel like every rapper is the same. Every rapper got some horrible fucking songs. It's just that Kendrick ain't going to put out his bad songs. 
But Riff Raff is. Cause he got to put everything on YouTube. Like, I don't really... So I, where's the good songs at? I mean, they out. You, you just said you ain't never heard a Riff Raff song. See, it's technically, you never heard a bad song, Melo. Yeah. Technically. I'll put it this way. Technically, you've never heard a bad riff rap song. So, riff rap should be good to you. I'm going to say this. I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell <laughs> you, this, this is how I knew that rappers that finesse the internet have potential. i never forget this. Riff rap dropped his debut album the same week Absol dropped his second album. The album that shall not be named. And I sat there in my room and said, Riff rap dropped a better album than Absol. Do you know how much it hurt me to say that? Yeah, we're going to make that a sound bite. <laughs> Do you know what you heard me to say that? But yeah, Childish and Beano on that album. Childish was snapping. And you know what? Absol fam. We ain't gonna even bring that up, bro. He don't matter. Absol don't matter. I'm a, that album didn't matter. <laughs> I ain't, I, I'm not going to even name the album. We ain't talk about it. He should have Voldemort of the albums. Yeah. He, should, he should who shall not be named. Yeah. I'm going to try that Harry Potter reference. Go. I don't watch Harry Potter. Bro, that album died so damn can live. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't know about that. One, <laughs> that I don't know. That, that, this, 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 this is just say the album don't exist. Bro, that album died so damn can live. He was like, hey, I'm going to take all the songs that's popping and I'm going to try to do it myself. That shit was horrible. Yeah, my nigga did the Migos flow. Lupe he did the Migos flow. Lupe tried to do the exact same. Lupe Lupe tried to claim he was doing the exact same thing with yeah. Drogas Light. That shit, that shit was bad too. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's the thing about it, man. You, you try, can't imitate. Oh, you way. can't imitate okay, it. Okay, but see this thing. This why this why I don't call niggas trash because the rappers who call it trash can't do it. Yeah, they do try to imitate it. It does sound. And it sounds it, horrible. It do sound worse. It sounds bad. But so, the internet also gave us, I guess, like the digital mixtape era, yeah. which that was booming. But now mixtapes aren't kind of. Moving away. Do you think mixtapes are dying because of streaming due to the internet? Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I think they just calling them EPs now. You know, I think they just like, switch. I them. just redownloaded Spinrilla for the first time in two years, so I, I'm gonna let y'all know what they mean. Yeah, is the curtains looking close on mixtapes? Because people are putting them on. Because you know, the things that separated mixtapes from albums was that you had more freedom, you had more creative control, True. and so. Because you weren't selling the album, you could do things on the album that you wouldn't normally do. But since they're putting it on iTunes, that means they means they're getting like these sample clearances and things like that. So it means that it technically isn't a mixtape. Well, I'm gonna say this: I think mixtapes move from just freestyle rapping over niggas' beats to like I mean, at one point. They don't I even think, do that like they used to. Yeah, because you can't do that because you can't you can't just take people' beats and then put it on iTunes and rap over it because that'd be um, copyright infringement. So you. That's why, but thing is, you could put it out for free if you were doing that, and that's what made it a mixtape. But you can't do that on iTunes. You trying to get the money. Yeah. And then I think like 2010 mixtape kind of moved to being like original albums because it was like original 17 new songs that you never heard from an artist. So it was basically like an album, but not an album. You know. What I'm yeah. Saying? Because and I'm about to say for the past three years, mixtapes been dead. It's just been mixtape artists. Holding the game, but I would say like Gucci, future artists like that, but now they streaming everything, so yeah. yeah shit, I think mixtapes are gonna eventually die. That shit did. I, I still I, got I, a lot, I still got a lot of mixtapes in that pill from my phone. I do have, I have them on my phone to listen to old mixtapes. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's strictly yeah. it. My thing is, who dropped mixtapes now? I can't be, I can't tell y'all the last mixtape I listened to, in all honesty. 
I really Cause the lines are kind of blurry. Yeah. You don't really know what some mixtape. Cause if, if it's free, cause I ain't got to use. this debut album. It was an album. Then when it came out, it was a mixtape, and then some people called it. I still don't know what the fuck it is. We gonna, yeah. we gonna get credit to Chance the Rapper for this. You know, Chance the Rapper. Oh, fuck no. Chance, not, Chance, 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 no, no, Chance the Rapper released no, the first I'm, mixtape to be nominated for a Grammy. No, that was so far gone. But no, sir. see, see, but so far gone was so. I, no, I'm gonna tell you this. That's why somebody somebody paid for Chance the Rapper. Listen, this what this what uh happened. He released it as a mixtape. Later on, we ain't giving a chance to no goddamn Birdman. credit around here. I guess he packaged up the song, nine like nine little songs, okay, and put okay. it in the store. And then there you go. Was it they won a mixtape? It was a mixtape. No, no, no. The Grammy said the, before uh, Chance, no uh, mixtape had ever been up for a Chance Grammy. Chance ain't no clout around here, man. Bro, it was on Apple Music. What? Oh, the so cover book. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was for free though. Like, uh, I'm not, like Dick, I you mean, but you gotta pay for no, Apple Music. No, I don't think you had to have Apple Music because that time I didn't have it. I was still able to listen to it. Yeah, uh, you got to listen to it later than everybody else. If you had Apple Music, you could listen to it early. I don't if trust you didn't, to rap it in, I don't trust him now. I some, uh, some not. He is not the first to do nothing. I don't trust him. For <laughs> I do not trust Chance to rap up. If you wear a hat with some overalls, they got the number three on it. I cannot trust you. He ain't the first one to do that. He probably is. Satan did it first, fam. I don't trust any Satan did it better. I don't trust any chance to rap him. Well, speaking of mixtape error, I guess I'm going to our next topic. Uh, your boy, Lil Boat, Lil, Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty, is getting ready to release the second installment of his um, mixtape series, Lil Boat. Lil Boat I know y'all would tell me that you you've been really excited, you've been wanting this the most. How do you feel about it now? I'm gonna say this: I got high hopes for him because he. I'm over this way. It's not going to be an album, so we good. Even though I said mixtapes was dead, I don't think the huge album releases are for everybody, especially artists like Lil Bo. I think his music is best when it's low quality, regular type beats. Okay, You know how wild that sounds. Okay, no, no, no. I mean, music is low quality. Okay, okay, it is low quality. That microwave rap. No, wait, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, wait. That oven, the, <laughs> the TV dinner rap. Yeah, I don't, okay, no. <laughs> Toast the strudel. No, wait, like. Y'all don't get what I'm saying. I mean, like, I don't Pop want look. Okay, like, you, don't, you don't want grand production. Yeah, like, I don't want Lil Yachty over Diplo beats. I don't want Lil Yachty over Swiss. Okay, remember Okay, remember that time when Gucci Man had Swiss beats produced, like, three songs on that album, and that album was fucking trash? Yeah. On, and then, uh. I know exactly what Yeah, okay. You, remember, you don't remember Gucci time? Cut the lights off. Cut the. Uh, yeah. yeah. And when it happened, well, Gucci don't make good music. Do you think, he'll, be, he'll be okay. Do you think he's gonna do that though? Or how, how confident are you in that? 
I'm 100 confident. I'm with his way. Because I do agree with you. Regular rap fans ain't trying to hear look at it. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. I will agree with you. His last album was garbage juice. <laughs> because he and I feel like it was because he people like Joe Budden. And then we're pressuring him exactly. into rapping. So I was in the album. He was trying, trying to, to rap. rap. Okay, I'm with his way. I like when he do like the freestyles when he be rapping. But I feel like when he doing a song and he really put effort into it and he trying. I'm with his way. Sometimes you don't have to prove the critics wrong because critics don't. I'm with Every critic don't know what the fuck they talking about. And also, every critic don't know you. You can't listen to niggas like Mero and Joe Budden because I ain't never listened to your music. That is true. I don't care about them niggas. So if you gonna take critiques, <laughs> so if you gonna take critiques, that is true. So if you gonna take critiques from somebody, take it from take somebody, it from somebody who, who listen. That's that's some great advice. Hopefully, yeah. Lil, I hope Lil y'all listens to this. I hope he does. I mean, shout he, out y'all. Retweet it if you listening, man. Yeah. On the opposite side of the spectrum. Also, donate me a chain. I need the chain. On the opposite side of the spectrum of sunshine and rainbows, it is Lil Yachty. XX Tentacion released a new song. XX Tentacion. Oh, man, shit about to get dark. He released, you know, he released a song for the, the, um, the kids in, yeah. at the Douglas Parkland School. Parkland. I forgot the name of the school. Douglas is Douglas, but it's Parkland. So, how, you listened to the song, didn't you? I did, I did. I'm going to say this. When Rashad sent me the link, I'm like, ah, this is about to be depressing. It sounded like a... I mean, it's a good song. It sounded like a regular X song. Yeah. I mean, it ain't really got nothing to do with the Parkland shoe. I didn't think it did. Either. Yeah, it's just in honor of the park. I mean, like, I like the song, but I'm not trying to turn up to a song and I'm thinking, damn, this shit go hard. And it's a Parkland. And then you just get, you just get like, wild depressed. And then you think about gun violence. And then you got to cut the song off and go watch a CNN video. Yeah, I I, I, I didn't really like it. I didn't think the song was that good. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, like, it's cool. It's but, cool. You know, so, it's on Samaritan of the Year. He did something nice for, um, he did. for them, just like Drake did. Oh, we, we about to do this. I, you know, <laughs> we about to do this. You know, we gonna we gonna bring this up later. <laughs> why 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 don't I celebrate Sensation? And, and when he tried to change it. He tried to do something good. Yeah, he did bad. He tried to do something good. Now. Bro, he went to donate the money to all them kids. Nobody give a fuck. Drake said, "Bro, I'm about to do the same thing." Everybody said, like, "Oh my god, Drake gonna get some money." And they should. But you know, I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny because X, you know, X on Instagram saying you stole my thing and all yeah. that. He shouldn't have done that. Okay, okay, I'm almost. Like, but I'm, it I'm is messed it. up that nobody, nobody cared. Nobody cared because this whole thing was I want everyone else to donate money to kids, and everybody was like, "Nah, nigga." Leave us alone. Then when Drake did it, everybody is like, "Hey y'all, Samaritan, <laughs> we should help the community Saint, out." Saint Aubrey, Saint Aubrey. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this, man. You can do what you want. You popping, and if niggas don't like you, you can do whatever you want, and it's not gonna matter. Yeah, but, but I'm gonna tell you what. This is Damn. all this stuff been going on. This sparked internet debate with like gun control. And I know you and you were trying to convince me that the government does want to take our guns away man, they, so, so they can control us. I don't trust them niggas. But I'm going to tell you what, fam. I'm going to tell you what. If I was in a gunfight and I had a gun, I don't like my chances against Cortez in a gunfight. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 you losing, fam. As, I'm, as, as, I, I, I'm pretty... I think, I think Cortez is going to have me in a body bag, fam. I'm, I'm going to say this, though. Chris Kyle was the greatest sniper ever. He got clapped by a regular nigga. You're right. You're right. I, I, taste, I taste that lack of focus. We seen that all the time in Fortnite. But you know what though? That nigga didn't have a sniper on him at the time. He didn't. Man, a sniper ain't gonna help you in close range. <laughs> nigga pull up on you. Just, yeah, that's hey, it. Hey, bro, I learned that from Fortnite, fam. It's just not in with you. Let's see, a lot of great music. A lot of, well, I ain't gonna say great. I'm gonna say a, a lot of good music. A lot of good music. Released on. Um, no classics yet. Released this Thursday, yep. slash Friday. We had Black Milk release an album, Fever. Shout out Black Milk. Uh, 
we Black had, Youngster. Hey. Black Youngster released an album? Two, yeah. two, 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 three. Oh, word. Have two, two. Okay, uh, Logic released a new song. What the? Uh, uh, Logic, Mick, man. Logic, keep it on the high note. Mick I, Jenkins. <laughs> I put my cape on. Mick Jenkins announced that he is uh, releasing another EP. Water. No, no, not the Water EP. All right, no more Water? No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He didn't do water. He didn't do the waters thing on his last EP he released. Damn. So, but it was really good. It was really showcasing oh, how technical of a rapper he is. This is the next another mixtape. I forgot the name of, it, but it seems like to be from the same vein as the other one. Mm-hmm. And it seems uh he said it, writer's block is gone. He said the album's coming. I'm just giving y'all a little some a little taste of something before then. So that came out. AKA the album coming next year. Yeah. It's, it's cool. If you keep releasing EPs like this, I'm fine. Earth Gang released the EP. Shout it's, out to Earth Gang. I've got a chance to actually listen to it. It's amazing. Uh, Takashi 69 released the album. Hey, the one New York artist I actually put my cape on for at this moment. And no, you, I want to take that back. It's somebody else from New York. All right. right. And Mero, you won't believe this. The core likes the album. Shocker, shocker. Wait, which one? Uh, the Kai 6 9 <laughs> Yeah, I, I was, I was like this, man. When, especially like when <coughs> brand new rappers come out with a hit, it's very hard for them to make an album. Shout out to oh, man. man, look, come on, fam. Room how designer was, and he dropped Panda. We was like, oh, the album coming. But it's been like two I years. Did not say that. It's been two years. Designer like, whole thing was he sounded like Future. I knew he wasn't gonna make it. I mean, but I at least, I'm, I mean, if you sign to Kanye and Mike Dean is executive producing your album, it's supposed to come soon. It's been two years. We ain't got nothing. Did he really said he released something called. He dropped the old English. I mean, the old English mixtape was cool, but it wasn't an album. Oh because because people realized nobody because they realized that nobody cared about designer, so they're not gonna let him yeah. release an album. Damn designer. As that's just how it is. But back to Kai Six Nine, man, you thought you thought it was dope. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's that I just thought he was gonna end up like designer. Or I just had low expectations, but the album was way better than I thought it was gonna be. But see, the thing is, if you had low expectations, it's way better than. Not good at all. Really saying anything. Oh, go, go, oh, go, oh, go. I'm not saying I had low expectations. I'm, I'm wondering if that's what it was. And this, that's why you end up liking it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, I actually like the songs. I'm like, most, most of the time when rappers, like, let me see, Gummo came out with like four, five months ago. Then Kuda came out like two months later. Then Kiki came out like two months later. So all of it was happening so fast. I thought it would take him a whole year to drop a project. So when he said, I'm dropping something at the beginning of 2018, I was like, ah, oh, this shit about to be fucking horrible. Well, see, Chicago 69 is one of them artists who people plaster all over Twitter, so I can't yeah. help but listen to his music. Because yeah. eventually I see it all the time. I'm like, I'm going to try it. Cause I got to. I, I can't call stuff trash without trying. Can't off Elvis, I can't. Yeah. I can't. So I listen to it and I see what it is. And the three songs I heard, I know it seems stereotypical to say they all sound the same, but they legit. I don't. Oh, no. His delivery, fan. It's the way he raps. The way he. Okay. Raps. Okay. 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 The beats might be different, but the way he raps is the same on all these songs with him yelling. But you got to think about it. This like this pretty much like his first twenty songs ever though. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. You wouldn't be that. You wouldn't have that much diversity yeah. in your delivery and all that stuff. But in that. Even I can't just say I can't just say oh this is good because it's your first couple of tries. I still gotta I, say I, I say man, if you drop Gummo, Kiki, and Kuda in your first twenty songs, I gotta use the credit. But I don't really I, think, I, I gotta use the credit. I don't really man. think them songs are that good. Yeah. I don't. I really don't. You gotta listen to Kiki again. You don't think you don't think his persona on Lint on helped him? What you mean? As in, do you think them songs? Let me like you think them songs oh, blew okay, up. Okay, you think okay. them songs blew up inherently just because they were so good? I'm gonna say or do you think okay, his okay. persona? I'm gonna say this. Gummo did. I feel like the others, even though I think the other two songs are better than Gummo, I feel like his persona so helped good. sell the other two songs. Because when Keith, I wonder when Gummo came out, all we knew him as was Trippy Red's 
sidekick that he kind of kicked to the curb. So when Gummo came out, everybody was like, oh, shit, he actually got a hit. Then the whole thing was, oh, he going to be a one-hit wonder. Then when he dropped Kiki, oh, he got lucky. Then when he dropped Kuda, well, GS9 gave him a shout out. So, well, see, and, and, and they defense, he did try, but he didn't try to. But the yeah. fact that he raps the exact same way on all three songs, and he just picked three fire beats, that's why no, the song. I don't, I don't even think. I don't even think it's. I'm put this way. At first, I wanted to say the beat. I think it's him. You think it's him? I think it's him. I don't know. I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always skeptical. I was skeptical yeah. of Young Thug when he came out. I was skeptical of Lil Uzi okay. when he came out. I was skeptical of Lil Yachty. I'm still very skeptical of Lil oh, Yachty. Okay, I'm going to say, my, th- okay, my whole thing with Lil Yachty was, Lil Yachty got a sound, and he got his own he got his own universe that he can just stay in. With Takashi, I don't know what it is. I think it's him. Over when Young Thug first came out, I he kind of reminded me of Young Thug in that way. Like He got that own weird sound. That when you hear him, you know it's him, and either you love it or you hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I, mean, he, he, I, mean, I mean, but you hate thug though. You hate thug though. I did. I but see, granted, I'm a lot more open minded than I was oh, then. Oh, come on, Mero fan. He from Brooklyn. You from Brooklyn? Man, y'all man. from the same borough. Man. Y'all both stayed close to Fab. Man. Biggie breathed in the same area as both of y'all. I, I just don't like it. It, it sounds like neo crunk, and I hated crunk music. I hate, and it's and for me. His music, at least the songs those his he made, yeah. they sound like crunk music. I'm, I'm gonna say this. It, it, I, okay, actually, I can. It sounds like new age crunk. And that's why I don't like it. I can never feel his music reminded me of a finalist of the album. The song that really put it, the song '93 finally made me. Re- they found no, the song. No, no, no I was saying the song Dewey in '93 got some weird title names. Yeah, I finally I understood what his music sound like. It's almost a mix between drill music, but with grunge type vocals. I think that's fair. Because I think like he was doing an interview and they asked him who was his inspiration. They, they was like, well, you know, you kind of remind me of Onyx. You know, New York. The look on Meryl face. Oh, <laughs> look on Meryl face. <laughs> I think disgusting. I think disgusting. Don't you compare him to Onyx. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, like he was comparing him to Onyx and they was like, who's your inspiration to rap? He said, Rondo number nine. I don't know if y'all. <laughs> okay, you know number. Yeah. For the people who don't know, no, no, Rondo Everybody number. Everybody know Rondo number nine. Just in case you don't, just Google nigga with a rocket launcher, and he will pull up. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna say what. I'm gonna tell you what. In the case that the um U.S. government <laughs> launches a war against us, we got a free Rondo number nine. We got a free Rondo number nine. That's our only hope. He gonna stop us from getting on FEMA camps when the government take over. You gonna be the one taking tanks down? Goddamn right. About <laughs> they poison our water supply. Rondo number nine gonna stop it. But good, good for Kai Six Nine. I guess it's time for uh, who's wildin'? Oh, well, this is the <laughs> what? Six well, Nine, you get some old promo this week. Goddamn. So, okay, so who's wildin' is basically where we list the people in the week who we thought was wildin' the most. Uh, we're gonna lead it up to Cord. Capadonna Cord. Capadonna Cord. Capadonna Cord is gonna let us know who was wildin' this week. Man, Takashi 69 was wild, fam. I'm going to before the mixtape came. No more reason I was worried about the mixtape because I thought he was going to die before it came out. <laughs> Basically, All-Star Weekend wasn't about All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend was everybody on the internet trying to see was L.A. Goons going to beat his motherfucking story. <laughs> That's what the whole weekend was based on. Before he went to L.A., they said, you banned from L.A. because you're not a blood. And he said, all right, man. I'm not coming. And then we woke I woke up the next day and the nigga was dead. He said, hey, I'm in LA. Pull up. Come get this fade. And the whole weekend was, was goddamn treasure hunt. 
for the rainbow. I don't, I don't know what's that, going on. Go, man. Niggas looking for the uh, the pot at the end of the rainbow. The pot at the, the end crips, of the rainbow. The Crips were combing the city to find combing this. The 20 deep at a hotel screaming, fuck 6 9 like it was a goddamn maiden call. This shit is wild, fam. <laughs> Takashi 69 went to LA and he was a multicolored menace. He was Rainbow Rambo. He was Supreme. <laughs> you was on the road. I was, I, on, the road I, I was on the road. I was on the road. I'm sorry. This whole situation is just funny to me because I've never in my life, probably since 50 Cent, have I seen a rapper troll everybody in hip hop. He had the entire rap game. They said Jay Z was, look, was fi- trying to find him too, didn't they? Yeah. Okay, no, no, he was no, no. When everybody was looking for him, he said, "Yeah, I'm riding around the city with big wigs." And you see this nigga driving past Jay Z and Blue Ivy in a red convertible. Like the entire weekend, <laughs> niggas was looking for him, and he was everywhere. One second he was in the Lumo, the next second he was in Carson City, the next second he was in West Hollywood. He did an entire tour across the state of Los Angeles. I mean, across the state of California, and nobody could catch him until, until they called him. He went to the airport after he spent the okay the day before. He said, "Hey y'all, I'm back in New York City and I'm gone." And then we find out that he was still in LA. And as soon as he went to the airport, the fight of the century ensued. Two goons from the tough, murky city of Houston, Texas. I zoned out for a second. And I came back and I realized you were still talking about this. You really into this story, fam. Two goons, I'm sorry to interrupt. Two goons who allegedly are signed to rap a lot records pulled up on Takashi 69 and his squad <laughs> and gave the Royal Rumble of 2018. Takashi 69 ran up on one of them niggas was it, who, and got punched in the fucking what was, shoulder. What was the better fight? Hell Rail? <laughs> Oh, hey, Mary, you from New York, right? You from my hair real? Hell real, the shrimp dinner uh, restaurant. <laughs> I was right. going to tell you, I sit and I get beat up in the streets, man. My nigga, hell real is the one to eat his teriyaki shrimp, fam. He got his ass. <laughs> he, got, he got his ass for his family. Right. I think the sad part about this shit was his family did not help at all. They were just all like, oh, he get his ass beat. Let me get out of the way. <laughs> That's a normal shit. That's a regular Tuesday, hell real, another one your fade. Oh man! Uh, but you know, a shout to Hell Real because he escaped by sliding on the floor like a goddamn Warframe character. <laughs> and when he got out, <laughs> I think you were ice skating on the Chinese restaurant floor. <laughs> I went on Instagram Live and said, "I'm Gucci with Gucci flip flops on, and I respect it to the fullest." Shout out to all the New York niggas for catching phase this weekend and hopping on Instagram Live and acting like nothing happened. <laughs> That's the hell, boy. But after you're gonna, you're gonna defend your people, Mero. Come on, man. Bro, you got something. <laughs> hey, okay, okay, but you know what? If I get the ass whooped this I'm week, I'm gonna say this. Literally. I can't give Hell Real credit, but I'm gonna give Takashi credit because he didn't. He could have hit the Meek Mill. He could have watched his niggas beat that one nigga up like they did Safari. Like Meek Mill did yeah. Safari. But he said, I'm gonna hop in. Even though he got punched in the shoulder and failed, <laughs> he still went in. So I'm gonna give him some credit because he be, he be talking a lot of shit in his music. So for him oh, to even boy. attempt to run up, run up at a smooth five two, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get some cloud off that. All right. But hell real, six nine. He not my boy. Hell real. He wasn't one of my favorite in Dipset. Damn. So I gotta, he was Dipset still though. He was Dipset. Man, I was really there for Cam and Ah damn. Remind me, I beat up in front of his family. I'm he ain't gonna give him no cloud. I'm gonna keep real, y'all cheap. I keep I forget hell real is from Dipset often. I forget a lot. Nigga dipped out that restaurant. Yeah, he did. <laughs> 
It's the fact that he like did the long slide on the floor, like he with the, and he just slid across. The, no, it was, was the, was the, the, drop the piece of ice across the floor. Nah, and kicked it. You know, the, you know them buzz that skate across the water. That's, that's <laughs> how he would run across, along the floor. I don't know what you call them spiders. You niggas run off water and all talk. That's what that shit was. <laughs> oh man! All right, is that is, is that is that it? Is, is that it for your who's who's wild? I think that's pretty good. All my nigga wanted was some teriyaki chicken and a peaceful Sunday. I'm done. I guess, uh, Meryl, do you have a throwback track of the week for us this week? I forgot to ask you. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I got something for y'all this week, man. I'm going to take it back to NY. Okay. Rock Nation. Okay. Okay. You, me, him, and her. Speak on the God. Yeah, I don't think I can find said song. So, do you, have, you got anything else? Yeah, we're going to keep it in New York. we just going to move it on up to Shaolin. And we're going to play Wu Gambino. Gotcha. Tony Stark, University Frontier. Original blood clot boys. Who come to get you none? They want guns? I'll be the first to set off shit. Laugh to run. Who woe together as one? I call my brother son because he shine like one. Check it. Scriptures hit the body like sword off shoddy. Like my hair naughty and my nose piece snotty. Fuck a nigga hottie, that whole pussy probably. Burn like the dentist of Mugabe for red. Ain't nothing fraudulent here, we pioneer. Commandeer a new frontier, this be the root, yeah. 36 chambers of fear, huh? You lost it. Information leaking out your forces. Hmm, time to forfeit your crown and leave the ground. There's a new sheriff in town holding it down. It's the two holster. Shit shot smoker, wanna dead or alive. Bounty on the poster, wild in the west. A student of my culture, and life is the test. Hold up. Let a nigga catch his breath I'm still paying dues And the last one is death Back to the essence With that shit you stressing This rap profession Now beat the cap The son of the shallow I'll bless my style Criminology pays The last times and days Johnny fucking blaze This goes for niggas who know Who will go like Yayo Lalo plus Coolin' in Barbados Weekends be giving me much shit The touch shit Stay cool Papa See you with enough shit Back at the lava Cracks bagged up Your niggas act up What? Blow up their workers If they have the senoritas Fucking up a storm, buying guards, margaritas Sucking his dick up in the whip long Designed for rhyme crime, nigga Jail time jiggers The niggas up in hype, niggas Lighting niggas Silk Swally wear Figaro chain, yeah Jakes beware, black rap millionaires Rock ears, leather goose uh, Earlier I said I think we're done With the NBA uh, topics But I did forget a couple of things uh, Earlier this week Kawhi Leonard said that no, it wasn't Kawhi Leonard said it, but Popovich said that he would be surprised if Kawhi Leonard came back this season, and that Kawhi Leonard has been cleared to play. So, what what do y'all make of that? He gone? He gone. I think Stephen A. Smith has said somebody like two months ago, and I thought he was just talking. Yeah. And they gone or something. Well, my boy Jalen Rose said somebody too. He said, in the next year, don't be surprised if Kawhi Leonard not a Spurs. But, but my question is, what went wrong? Like what? Like what? What? Like what goes wrong if you the star of the franchise? You the youngest Finals MVP player. Ever. But see, the thing is, I think I saw something that said Kawhi Leonard wasn't happy with how they handled his um, injury, his injury and his rehab, and I think that's what caused the said rift. And now that he came came back and got re injured, it probably only increased the beef between. Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs office. Also, Jalen Rose said 
He said, oh, them not being able to sign another superstar player to help him out in the West kind of like been an ultimate factor. And that is what but see, the thing is, a Spurs player complaining? Yeah, it's, it's weird. But see, the thing is, it's kind of, it's yeah, even weird. Personality after all. Yeah, I guess so. But it's even weird he complains about this because the team is showing that they can be a third-seeded team yeah. without him. Don't get me wrong, they're not, they're not going to be great without him. But the fact that they can win that many games with him gone, they, they are very potentially a 50-win team without him. I think that's a stupid I think that's a stupid reason to complain. Especially you can invite, you can probably convince somebody to come in the future. Can you really? I mean, maybe. But it seems, it seems kind of wild to just be getting mad now, like, give me some help. When your help can get, think about it. Think about it. You know how they say Westbrook can have help. You think they would have been third seed in the West without him? That's not that's no help. Oh yeah, I will say this. I don't though. think Popovich could have coached them guys to third seed in the West. If Kawhi Leonard leaves, do you think he'd be the same player? Uh if he leaves, I don't think he if he if he leaves and he's not the same player, I don't think it'll be because he's left a system and he no longer can flourish in it. I think if if he can't perform like he normally does, it will be because of the injuries. So this seems like one of those situations where we don't know all the details, so we can't say if Kawhi Leonard's reasons for wanting to leave are justified. But from the outside looking in, it seems very weird from him to not trust a team whose whole thing has been we make sure we get the best out of our players, yeah. we preserve our players. They got Mano Ginobili out here dunking at age 40. And so it seems kind of weird Kawhi Leonard was questioning the Spurs rehab efforts when they've shown they can keep old players playing into their 40s. And plus they gave him the keys. Yeah, to the team. Like early, early in his career. And I get the superstar help, but if you're on a team that can win with 50, anybody. 50 wins, does that really matter? The Spurs whole thing is we don't sign superstars. We, we make them. We win without them. And we make them. Yeah, the te- technically, like, think about it. When they won the finals, was it was there just technically going by like Merrill's definition of a superstar? He hit all the burn. There was no superstar on that Spurs team that won the finals. Uh-huh. So I don't see it seems kind of weird that he'll be upset about something like that when he's when he's seen it himself that you don't need a superstar to win a championship. Maybe you need one to beat the Warriors. He might yeah, be true. It'd be kind of kind of crazy if Kawhi Leonard spooked to the Warriors. But I guess that like if you see all these other players teaming up with their friends and they get to do what they I won't put it like it it's it's like having strict parents. Like, being with the Spurs is like having super strict parents. And you get to see all your friends go out and do whatever the fuck they want. And they get turned up with everybody else. But yeah. Well, you got to look through the window and be like, ah, wish I could do that. I get that. That, that totally makes sense. But my question is, who would he even play with? LeBron. He's going to go to Cleveland. Well, he does. He do live in San... I do live in San Antonio, barely living in Cleveland. I mean, right down the street from Houston. Who said they going to Cleveland? Oh, where are they going to go? Oh! To the Lakers? Lakers, 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 Lakers. Miami. Miami? Hey. Why, in Miami? Return of return of Miami. Deion Waiters? Hey. No, sir. Victory? No, Deion Waiters going to be out of the fan. Yeah. They'll get rid of him. Deion, right around me on the wall for Deion Waiters this season with how well they've been playing without him. I'm going to say this. I love LeBron, but do we really trust his team building scheme? I mean, his team building skills anymore? Well, he, when they come to this game, like he ain't fell out. But when they come to build and I mean, rosters, you know, you know, he, he flipped it pretty well. We're going, we, you know, this this Cavs team. I was, I don't give him credit for this flip. I, I, that's that's worthy because part of the reason why they struggled so much is because of all the bad deals they were put in place. But he didn't tell them to sign Derrick Rose. 
No, he didn't. Man, Derrick Rose ain't the reason. Derrick Rose ain't the reason why they team fucking trash. I'm gonna tell you this. He just, did, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. He didn't tell him not to. Exactly. Cause we know we know when LeBron don't want something, he, he voice gonna it. say it. We know he gonna voice it. He was the one who gave Derrick Rose the cosigns. He did after the fact. You know he gotta hype his teammates up. He ain't got to. He ain't just Shady Osman. No, he ain't just Shady Osman. No cosign. Who? Damn. No Bo- love. No love for Shady. Who? City. City Osman. City Osman. The white, the white guy who's a point guard slash small forward slash shooting guard. I don't know what position he played. Nah, nah. I, 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 I ain't gonna lie. When he got traded, they said he was a center. I'm not crazy. I remember him saying that. <laughs> you know what? You remember that? I, I, thought, he, I thought he was a big man, too, when yeah. the Celtics sent him. When I watch him play, he's always playing the wings. Exactly. He's short. But he can't shoot free throws. So I showed him he was a center. I thought he was, too. Uh, I, I guess. Because uh, it was like when Tristan Thompson got hurt, everybody's like, oh, they need a center. I was like, put the nigga from the Celtics in here. And yeah, that 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 would have worked. We got washed. But going back to the Spurs, coach of the year conversation is um this has been a little bit better this year with Brad Stevens leading a um a team that lost one of its best players in the first week with a bunch of rookie scale yeah. t- players to the first seed. Well, they're not the second, they're the second seed in the East, but they have like one of the best defenses in the um entire league. Entire league. You have Popovich being Popovich. You got Kerr being Kerr. You have Quinn Snyder. Leading this um, Jazz team to like 11 game, 12 game win streak. Shout out to you me. have um, Dan Tony and what he's how he's been able to integrate you. James Harden and Chris Paul together. You have um, Eric Spolster and what he's done with the Heat, getting to be like fourth seed. Couple, no, actually, they're the eighth seed now. Wow, damn. Yeah, they'll they'll draw. East East is just as close. As the West is in terms of standards, life changes. Yeah, life changes real quick if you lose two or three games in a row. So my question to you is this: Who is y'all's coach of the year so far? Brad Stevens. Yeah, Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens, hand down. Bro, we watched Gordon Hayward die in that first game. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say one one name that you did mention though, uh, Dwayne uh-huh. Casey. Shout out to the, yeah, Dwayne. Shout out to Dwayne Casey. Raptors have changed the way they play a lot, and, and you he got, has been there forever. Yeah, and it's, you got to give Dwayne Casey credit for getting a team full of vets who have been struggling, who who have failed so many times to ch- to think about a new way of playing. Redemption Raptors and tr- yeah, Redemption Arc Raptors, and to try a new thing because like the Clippers, there was no way Doc Rivers could have after failure after failure after failure, yeah, he slowly yeah. lost them. The, that old Clippers team. So it's, it's amazing that Dwayne Casey could have gotten the Raptors to buy into something new after so many failed attempts. A lot of them could have probably checked out and said, man, Dwayne don't know what he's doing. So shout out to Dwayne Casey. But it's time for rank them up. And I'm going to give y'all three coaches. I want y'all to tell me who y'all think would have been better this season. Doc Rivers of the Clippers, Quinn Snyder of the Jazz, or Eric Spolstra of the Miami Heat. <laughs> You know I'm not saying Doc Rivers. Yeah, I'm biased. I'm gonna say Quinn Snyder. You gonna say Quinn Snyder? <laughs> Quinn Snyder number one. Yeah, Man, I'm gonna say a, he got a superstar rookie point guard. I gotta give him Nick. I gotta give Nick Lowe. Uh, I'm gonna say Quinn Snyder number one, Spolstra number two, and Doc. You gonna say Doc number three? Now I want to. I'm gonna tell you this. According to the NBA stats page, the Clippers have the most win shares lost due to injury. They have had. They've had multiple games where they had G League players starting at the shooting guard and small and the um, small four position. We've had rookie, a second round rookie point guard starting at point guard. 
we've had the best player on the team, Blake Griffin, hurt majority of the season and then traded. We've had to integrate like nine new players from Gallinari True. to Avery Bradley to Tobias um, Harris, Tobias Harris, Montre Harris, B- B- Patrick Beverly, their best perimeter defender, got hurt in the beginning of the season. Milos was the only real passer and he got hurt. Lou Williams, he was, um, you know, he was the way he's playing now was not what people thought he was going to do. And he's had the way Doc is using this season has been phenomenal. So it seems, to be honest with you, I, if I had to rank him, I would definitely say, uh, I'll probably, I'll probably say Doc first. You're right. I'll probably say Quinn Snyder second because his team has been a lot healthier than the Clippers have. Well, they lost, they lost Gobert for part of the there season. There you go. Okay. They lost Hayward. All star. Yeah. You know, traded Rodney Hood away. Yeah. Uh, lost uh, their starting point guard, yeah. George Hill. And Joe so. Johnson. So that's my oh, yeah, Joe, J- J- Joe Johnson. Bucket get so. That's my, but see, this is my thing. The Clippers lost Chris Paul, and their best player, other second best player, was hurt majority of the season and has been traded away. He always hurt, though. They used to it, man. But see, but see that's my, you can't just say you just Why used to it. Why you down on Blake like that? No, I'm just saying. So, like, you got those two guys gone. You had J.J. Reddick, who was the starter for the team, gone. The only real starter yeah, that was left was DeAndre Jordan. Everybody else, like I said, you can say those guys were hurt, those on the Jazz. They still had, they weren't playing G League players and second round picks. Donovan Mitchell was a lottery pick. Don't get me wrong, he's exceeding expectations his first season. But the Clippers' best player and, and most veteran player on their team was Austin Rivers and DeAndre Jordan. And yet, despite that, they have a better. They currently have a better record, or around the same record as the Jazz. That is great. That is that is that is really impressive. But they, tra- they traded Blake Griffin, so fuck him. You gonna get a cap? You gonna get a clap to the assistant coaching? Yeah, that's Sam Vassell. Shout out to Sam. Sam can't Sam Vassell, but he's more of a point guard coach <laughs> than anything. Man, they traded Blake Griffin, so fuck him. They number three on my list. Nah, man. Doc Doc Rivers deserves he deserves this. I've I've been hard on Doc for the last okay, three to four okay, years. Okay, you know what? I'm the, not gonna blame Doc because Doc ain't the GM no more. Yeah, like he's finally able to sit down and focus on coaching, and it's made a world of difference with I'm the Clippers still, and their I'm ball still, movement. I'm still salty though about that. I mean, I, I mean, I understand my guy. I mean, I'm not anymore. I ain't trading niggas to Detroit. I'm kind of I'm kind of over the Blake Griffin trade now. I'm, I'm looking. I have a new lease on life. I like how the team competes now, but. The fact that nearly everybody's team has been decimated and hurt, I got the Clippers shouldn't be where they at right now. If any other team lost, if any other team, other four stars, oh, they'd be horrible. If yeah, because this thing, Milos, Blake, Austin, Patrick, Beverly. Patrick Beverly, and there was another starter, okay, Gallinari. Yeah, the entire hurt. starting five was hurt except for DeAndre Jordan at one yeah. point, and this team is still contending for a playoff spot. Shout out to the for On the flip hurt. side, Mike Conley got hurt, and, and the Grizzlies are at the bottom of the West. Yeah, whole team did. Are they even going to the playoffs? Are they even? Oh, even nah, they, they no, no. They compete for that lottery pick. They, they compete for a top three pick. That's yeah. how bad they've no been. No one that hurt. He shouldn't say nothing about basketball. Nah, you're not going to hear him say anything about basketball for a while now. Uh, only thing I got left to talk about is guys playing video. It's global phenomenon. Aubrey became a saint overnight. Saint Aubrey. Everybody feels that Drake is that guy again. Do do you think this is the turning point for Drake? Like no. Drake's been in a rut. Do you feel like um this change this creates a new lease on life for Aubrey? 
I'm gonna tell you this. I think I okay, I think that the guys playing video has made people realize why they love Drake again. And it's cause he just always came off as like a pretty good person. I don't think this getting him, I don't think this putting him back in the top spot though, because I still don't on this way. I hated the song at first, but the video made me yeah, the tolerate song, the song. Yeah. The song wasn't that great. Yeah. I remember talking about Meryl, I think on the first podcast, I, I was when I was calling it God's hand. Yeah, God's God's hand. Yeah, God's hand. Shout God's plan. Shout out to Griffith. God's plan is um it's a, it's an okay song. It seems a lot better in the context of him going around, you know, yeah, giving out um money to people who are less fortunate. That's nice. Of, that's nice of Drake. It really is. It is. Uh, it gonna make me like this song though. I uh, say I say this like I said on the first episode. I wasn't really a fan of the song, but like I said, I was gonna be hearing it everywhere, and it just kind of wore off on me. So now I'm kind of playing it, walking to class and stuff. So. Really, you you listen to God's oh, plan? Yeah, oh. like I'm so I'm so shocked. Yeah, like it was just one of those songs where I just heard it everywhere. Like I ride in the car, they playing. I'm like, oh my god. Then I watched the video a couple times, so I'm like, did not mess with diplomatic immunity. Nah, nah, nah. So God's plan greater than sign Dip- diplomatic immunity. Uh, mm. I mean, I mean, I'll say yeah. I don't really care. Yeah, okay. I'll say yeah. Okay, okay. I will say this though about the video. I hope that it leads the trend of just a bunch of music. Okay, over this way. The thing about the video to me, it didn't make me think like, oh, Drake got it. It kind of made me think about how bad it is for Americans who ain't got no money. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird that a rapper has to has to go out and just give to the community yeah, in like, order to make things. But because don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's a lot of rappers do this kind of stuff all the time. I mean, like, it's, all, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's just not. They don't just record it, and make but it their music video. Seeing the video and seeing the reaction, it make you go like, "Damn, he put over ten thousand dollars in." It's making a world. It difference. makes it made their whole entire life like it changed. Yeah, it's it's, it's life changing. Yeah. And I think it speaks to like you said, a bigger problem in America. Okay, I got a question for y'all because when Drake before he dropped the video, he said, "This is the most important thing that I've done in my life." Well, what do y'all think about that? Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I mean, I get what he's saying because if we talking about charity, I mean, we're just talking about his personal life. It's probably the biggest thing he ever did. Like, then, I mean, his whole career he been accused of stealing shit. So seeing him give, so seeing him give back. Had, had Drake not really done charity before this? I don't I mean, know. I, mean, I think, but he, I'll say this though. I'll oh, say this. Oh. It was a thread. Flo- it was a thread that this, this girl. Oh yeah, was, I saw that. Yeah. And he talked about a suicide. So to yeah. me, that's like. Kind of more. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't really know the backstory, but I'm saying like that seems important too. Yeah, like oh, talking somebody yeah, out of, you, a man out of suicide. Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say this. I guess I think that this. Vi- I think for this. Vi- I don't think he was going around as just random people. I think he picked. I think he picked like, hey, this person wrote me a letter maybe a year ago. She was going through this, or this parent needed. Well, this. he knew. The, he knew the people. Yeah. He knew. He knew uh, the people and their actual story before yeah. they shot the video. It's probably um if, if, in terms of your original question. I think it's more so that. Yeah, he did talk to the girl suicide. He's changed multiple lives. Multiple, yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. wrong. wrong. Yeah, saving that girl was she changed her life. But he was trying to think. I say multiple lives. He say families. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, he's he's helping a community with this. So shout out to Drake, Saint Aubrey. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. I'm gonna say this was the best thing out of the video. Uh, Rosenberg was slandering the video, and Damn, he said Drake Rose. called him, and he said. The way Drake was speaking, it was so passionate. He was like, yeah. "How you gonna slander me doing this?" So a passionate Drake is always a good Drake. I'm gonna say, say that. I'm, I'm gonna say this though. Him calling Rosenberg and turning up to me, this kind of worse than it going on Instagram and saying you stole my thing. 
You think it's worse? I, I think I think it's kind of worse. It's like if you're doing charity, if you, you feel like you did the right thing, who give a fuck about what Rosenberg says? That, like, that is true, fam. Like if I donate a million dollars, you can't tell me you can't never tell me I ain't do the right thing. Yeah. But he was kind of saying that like uh. I did this uh, great deed. How do you find something negative? Say, why would you this? care? That's yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless you were looking for validation to begin with. Like, when X came out, I was like, hey, he stole my deed. Everybody was like, but you gave money to kids. Why do you care? So when you yeah. got Drake, call, you pretty much, the nigga was stalking Rosenberg's phone saying, stop denying my calls, nigga. Answer. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like this. Like, if you out there doing good deeds and somebody say, Man, Jordan ain't really out there doing this. Oh, I'm not. Me. I'm not gonna be like. I ain't gonna be plumbing door. What you mean? I ain't out here doing stuff. You ain't see me in these streets cleaning up the streets. I ain't gonna be like if that. If I go to the homeless but, shelter and I give them, if I give all them sandwiches, they go. You don't want to help them people out. I ain't gonna be like. They go fuck you. I know what I'm doing. Da 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 da. I, was I do this all the time. I was here with this popper nickel <laughs> and this mayo. You want to help? I've been giving out raw sandwiches since two thirty. What you know about me? I ain't oh, gonna be like. I ain't gonna lie though. That video made me want to go. Uh, volunteer the soup kitchen. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. Shout out to Drake, man. He do, and then you know what? This is one thing, like you said, what you think would make people reminded what they liked about Drake. Drake was a relatable guy. Yeah, he was the guy that people felt like they connected with. And I remember telling um, to Boris around the time nothing was saying came out. I love nothing was saying, but I told him that's some weird, something I know nothing was saying was he started talking about things that we I couldn't relate to. I couldn't relate to like Tuscan leather yeah. on that song. I still he, love this song. Yeah, I still love it. But I said I ain't never had tone for Tuscan leather. But I was in there, I was in there listening to it. I'm like, Drake's talking, Drake is starting to talk about luxury stuff. And I don't know he, what a brick smell like. Either. Yeah. He started to talk about things I can't relate to. And oh, then. You never been around drugs? And, um. Man, I don't know what a whole brick smell like. <laughs> God, damn, that's a lot. <laughs> and as on another was saying, he bragged about a lot of, um, glamorous things. And as he progressed forward, Drake started talking more and more about glamorous things on his other projects. You know what I'm saying? And after a while, he, that's, and that's where the disconnect came. Now he's showing that he's back in the community. He's and he was uninspired. Yeah, yeah that's true. Wait, wait, but you want to know what's kind of ironic about this? What? Remember a couple of years ago when he said the same thing about Jay-Z? All Jay-Z talk about is art. All Jay-Z talk about yeah. is luxury shit. Yeah, he ended up doing the exact same thing. Yeah. I, 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 that didn't, I didn't miss that at all. You become what you hate. But I think that's all we got. Unless you guys got anything y'all want to get off your chest before we go. I don't trust Chance the Rapper. <laughs> I just got to say this. Like, Jay, the great philosopher Jay-Z said, the greatest form we're giving is anonymous to anonymous. Hey. That's dope. Well, that's all we got for this week. Check out the SoundCloud playlist on the uh, SoundCloud page. Meryl Two Grooves and Vise. Hey. Uh, Corey, you really need to make it your playlist. Hey. You don't know who hasn't made one. Mumble Rap playlist on the way. For, for those who care. Uh, <laughs> for all the supporters of Coonery and Clown shit, I got y'all. We got you. All right. Tune in next week for another episode of the Pop Demand Podcast.